0: Hello, everyone. Welcome back to There It Is with Justice and Kelsey, the episode where we talk about how to get what you want,
1: but like Jesus. Mm -hmm. In this episode, we'll talk about how Jesus was an effective leader. And in the episodes to come, uh, we'll talk about how to get what you want in relationships in a healthy way Mm -hmm. and um, how to get what you want by knowing exactly what you want. So those are just kind of the series episodes that we're building off of right now.
0: Yeah. And if you aren't already following us, remember, we are posting exclusive content on Instagram and Facebook and um, working through that. So if you're not already following us on Facebook, we're Justice-Kelsey Coppinger. And on Instagram, we are, there it is, take one. So go ahead and take a look at those if you haven't already.
1: So we've been talking about this episode actually for quite a while right now. And we've actually already recorded one and we were like nope try again yeah we just had a vision of what we wanted to share and and i think now we were more there yeah you
0: agree yeah absolutely
1: and i think a big piece of that at least for me is we're more in line than like with just the example of jesus mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. i felt like we were jumping around but really now when we when we break down who Jesus was and what he came to be as a leader. Mm-hmm. I feel like now we're a little more focused on who we want to be as leaders. Right. <laughs> right. Even, and just in our own facets mm-hmm. of life. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think it's interesting cause you know, the Jews had this vision right. of
0: right. of the
1: Messiah and, mm-hmm. and they were expecting this conqueror mm-hmm. and instead he, came as a man who showed compassion. Right. And they expected a king and they got a Mm -hmm. servant. And just the confusion um, and the lack of, I want to say control.
0: Sure. Yeah. Yeah.
1: But he was in control. He's in
0: control. He had the authority. But the the lack of seizing control
1: bossiness. yeah
0: <laughs> like, <laughs> is really the i mean jesus was in control but we see it was less of a um you know political yeah movement and more of a discipling and yes. empowering movement
1: and i think again we the jews had this in mind that he was going to be the ruler of many, right? And this right. Commander of armies and this big name to be mm-hmm. reckoned with, which he was, right? He is today, but instead, he he took his time and he really poured into 12. Right. And even more, he poured into a smaller group. Right, but yeah. He he still shared with many and he, mm-hmm. he came to seek and save the lost and he, mm-hmm. he did that. Yeah. He did Amen. that very effectively. <laughs> yeah. But he also, I mean, it was just kind of crazy.
0: Yeah, yeah. Again, the idea of um, Jesus just being very countercultural, not in the fact that he was a Messiah that um, wasn't, the cookie cutter version mm-hmm. that they had already put built in their in their yeah. heads. I, I think of the story of um, Peter, who just in um, I think it's Mark chapter chapter eight. Mm-hmm. Um, it's around there somewhere. So,
1: in fact, check them. Yeah, I'm not going in, to. But you somewhere can. in Mark, um,
0: <laughs> there's this story. Jesus has two interactions with the disciples, and the first one is Peter's confession. Uh to jesus jesus says who do people say i am and they give answer well who do you say i am and peter says you are the christ you are the messiah yeah and then in the immediately following in the next passage um jesus is telling the disciples hey i'm gonna have to die Mm. and resurrect and peter's like rebukes him very harshly like that's I think we don't really use the word rebuke much, which uh-huh. is fine. Um, but which is fine. <laughs> but yeah, Peter rebukes him. He's like, "No, Jesus, you're not going to do that. You're the Messiah. That's not uh-huh. because he had a, a picture of who Jesus was supposed to be yeah. in his head, and it, it was this Messiah that was going to be a. Um, a war leader and Mm -hmm. rise up against the Roman Empire and Jesus did quite the opposite and even showed compassion on Roman centurions.
1: Uh Uh-huh. I think it's interesting because sometimes I feel like, especially when we're talking about how to get what you want and Mm -hmm. the way Jesus did it, I feel like there's like a little bit of loss tied to the cross. Okay. And wait and see where I'm going with this. Because we know now that the cross, you know, was just a piece of the story it was not his resurrection it led to his resurrection which opens all the doors Mm -hmm. for us and allows for so much grace but i think like sometimes i'm like oh he didn't he didn't get what he wanted like people didn't people didn't get on board and that's the problem there jesus wasn't the problem it was the people didn't get on board they were so used to being controlled Mm that when he did come in compassion they mm. were like oh weak like that's how they're, they're oh you're weak like you're right. they couldn't they couldn't see the true strength uh-huh. in that and the true honor in that in yeah. the leadership and sometimes i think as leaders it's like i don't want to come across as weak right. so i'm going to right. show i'm going to try to control this situation uh-huh. most uh-huh I kind of felt myself doing that today. <laughs> like, um, we just got off a Christmas break. Have all my students back, mm-hmm. and today was we were back after an extended break. And and yeah, there was many moments where I was like fighting myself. Mm. Do not control this situation. Yeah. Like, don't just yeah. yell. Don't just mm. like. I don't know. It doesn't a it doesn't work with my kids. Like. Right. It, right. it just puts up walls. I mean, it doesn't work with anyone. It just puts <laughs> yeah, up walls. true. And they shut down. Mm-hmm. And, and then I hurt the relationship. Mm-hmm. And it really is just taking time, mm-hmm. working through that, restating expectations, like being compassionate. Like some of my kids might not have any structure for the mm-hmm. last however many weeks. Right. And like right. they might have not... Maybe this is the first time they're releasing. You know, like I come home kind of extra sassy sometimes because (laughs) I've been on this adrenaline high all day Uh and then I come home and I just like release. Uh But maybe my kids are doing that. Like I have to always come from a place of compassion Uh first. Uh And I didn't, I wasn't perfect. I'm (laughs) not perfect and I won't always be perfect, but I do try like, wow, arguing with this nine-year-old right now is just going to get us nowhere. Um, sometimes they do, they need to just be shut down. Like, you know, you're done, but not today, not Uh the first day that back, they needed compassion. They Mm -hmm. needed safety and structure. And I think that's what Jesus provides such a great example of.
0: Yeah. Well, and we, we see, um, you know, examples in the letters to the Corinthians where Paul says, he's like, you know, to the world, the gospel is foolish mm-hmm. because that's what it is. It's the, the savior of the world yeah, and the son of God coming down and giving all of that up. Uh-huh. How that's so right. That sounds so foolish to the world to yeah. give up everything so that we could be saved so that we mm-hmm. could, he made himself poor so that we could become rich. Yep. And that's just such a cool model. And, and one of my mentors frequently talks about how as leaders, and I'm flipping over to the ministry side uh-huh. of things because that's what I do. And that's <laughs> the lens I see things through. Yeah. Uh, he says, you know, the as a minister, you are, yes, you're the leader, but you are the lead servant. Sure. And he, he describes it as that because it's yeah. less of okay, I'm going to, it, it is a lot of delegation uh-huh. and equipping and giving people jobs, but what it's not is, um, okay, you guys do this. Yeah. You guys do the brunt work uh-huh. and no, I I put myself out first and sure. lead and that is a huge part of that, that that Jesus did. We We see that in his interactions with people and, you know, I was... Uh, we're jumping all over scripture but what are the odds <laughs> um, but uh, in John 13 Jesus washes the disciples feet yep and that and it's this this huge again going back to what you're saying is they expected the opposite of that <laughs> and so Jesus leads by uh-huh. becoming a servant
1: yeah yeah and kind of going to that feet washing, even to the point of like some of his disciples were pretty uncomfortable. Like, no, Jesus, this is not appropriate. Like you're doing it wrong. You don't Uh understand. Like they're so confused Uh by him. And he's like, no, this is exactly what I'm asking of Mm -hmm. you. Mm -hmm. I'm. This is like, you have to let me serve you. You have to come to me to be clean. And so, yeah, it's just really coming through those are the best leaders and i think you do it very well in your ministry justice does worship ministry and and i mean justice is just so great at encouraging his people you're good at encouraging everyone but mm-hmm. you're very intentional with with the people who you work directly with like sure your worship team. yeah and um, and growing that team and pouring into that team mm-hmm. and encouraging that team and having compassion on that mm. team and, um, just being really intentional. And even with like feedback, not just, uh, you did a great job on Sunday. It's you did really great doing X, Y, and Z. Mm. Like he always ties it with very specific things. Mm. And so I, I think that's just really great. And I mean... It just encourages people to want to continue to work with you. Like you're, right,
0: right, you're a very
1: the... <laughs> comforting leader, boss. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> well, the
0: yeah, and um, you know, a, a big piece of it is as leaders, mm-hmm. we and again we see that Jesus modeled this. We don't want to just create one good experience sure. one time, and um, I guess um you know s- spend our our whole team if you will on that sunday what we want to create as leaders is a sustainable process and a sustainable team where people feel like their gifts are wanted and desired and they're mm-hmm. providing a place and they're bringing something to the table and all of those things yeah. and i think i think we see jesus model that really well in a lot of ways and in a lot of ways as well he um again talking about how to get what you want like jesus Uh jesus took these unschooled ordinary men as how they're described in acts these these fishermen these that they you know weren't the cream of the crop in (laughs) the society to go on to become um you know students of rabbis basically and And so they, yeah, they became fishermen. They, they took on their father's trade and yet Jesus saw the potential in them Mm -hmm. and, and said, I, and, and, and was coming to, to bring the kingdom of God to the earth. He began that, but what he needed was people to carry it on after he died. And so I think of one interaction where just Peter gets all, all the, all the name drops today, I guess, Uh but. Um, you know, there's this conversation Jesus has with Peter and he says, uh, well, first his name is Simon and he, sure. and he changes his name to Peter, which means rock. And he says on this rock, I will build my church. Yeah. And it wasn't a moment of, oh, look, Peter, you have art. you know, you've already shown me that you're capable of doing this. It was, I'm going to grow you mm. into the rock yeah. of the church and so I think I'm kind of jumping all over the place but I really feel like it flows together that no, that's as, great. as leaders we we want to find the potential in people the gifts that they have and speak that gift and that truth into them yeah. and say I I want to develop this in you and create a space where they feel like and know that they mm-hmm. are participating in that end goal.
1: Yeah, speaking that into existence. And really, I mean, so many people have done that for us in our lives. Right. Like, in you, I see this. And uh-huh. it's like, what? I don't even see that. Right. But then you start living that mm-hmm. out. It's the self fulfilling prophecy, you know, yeah. that others have put on us. I think uh-huh. we've done a podcast yeah. episode on that. Yeah, actually. I think uh,
0: I don't remember what the title of it was, but it was um, like, we always say, things like we're the product of others investing uh-huh. in us. And that, that really is true that um, I I feel so much that I'm where I am today because people have said, I think you would do a great job in this. I see this gift yeah. in you and I want to help develop that. And that's the key. It's not that people are coming in and saying, I think you could do this mm-hmm. if you really worked at it. Yeah. They said, I, I see this gift in you. Now I want to walk alongside you and yep. be a part of that growth and journey.
1: Yeah. And I think like, along with you like that mm-hmm. feedback I think of like my job I'm yeah I'm constantly having my supervisors and other teachers in watching me teach which mm-hmm. I think like for a lot is like really intimidating
0: yeah I feed it is, it off stuff me. like
1: that that's I,
0: that's what makes you so great you can take says, feedback really well Says the
1: preacher who has yeah <laughs> you just give a bunch you just talk to a bunch of people and then everyone gives you a bunch of feedback yeah um That's really helpful for me. And I think my supervisors and bosses are really good at being like, here are the things you're doing well at. Mm, Here's one thing to work on. Like they give me so much praise, whether I deserve it or not. Uh Like they're like, you're doing so good at this and this and this and this and this and this. Mm. This here's something you could should consider. And you're doing so good at this mm-hmm. and this and this and this. And, this. Mm-hmm. and like <laughs> maybe it's because I'm a first year teacher and they're just trying to encourage me. But I really do feel encouraged. Yeah, <laughs> like yeah. it really is yeah. helpful. And um, I mean that's one thing like I do with my students. Yeah. We we operate off of a. A four to one ratio of okay. four positive praises to mm. every one corrective word. Yeah. So yeah. like if I want to, I don't know, correct or whatever, mm-hmm. um, I have to have a hard conversation. I need to make sure I'm also mm. filtering in and yeah. adding in lots of positive praises. Mm-hmm. Even if it's like, thanks for being so calm mm-hmm. and just being really intentional. And like, um, and they say with like, kiddos in crisis, mm-hmm. which a lot of mine mm-hmm. are, uh, even going as far to eight praises to wow. every yeah. like corrective feedback. Yeah. And eight positive feedback to every cor-
0: mm-hmm.
1: one corrective pe- feedback. And that can be really hard. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. It's really hard it's to come up with eight new positive things to mm-hmm. say every time. Because sometimes when a kid is in crisis, they don't do a lot of really awesome right. things.
0: Especially when it feels like it's I'm... for every one praise you're able to give them. Yeah. There's eight critiques. Yes.
1: Yeah. And so it's really good for my brain, but I, I feel like that's something like Jesus probably does a lot of too, of like mm-hmm. just giving a lot of praise. And the praise I give can't be like cliche or not true because yeah. the yeah. kids will see right through that. But Jesus really had to see those strengths. I see you as the future rock of my church, you know? Yeah. And that's just so great because he wasn't the rock yet. Mm -hmm, He wasn't mm -hmm. the cornerstone or whatever. It was, it was down the road that he became Mm -hmm. that, but yeah. He still saw that.
0: Yeah. Well, you know, and, and then on the flip side, I want to talk about that for a little bit. I remember um, one of my friends had a worship ministry internship. Mm-hmm. And he said, um, one of the bosses that he had, it was a fairly big church. So they had a pretty big ministry staff there. And he would, he would lead worship and then, you know, get down and there'd be two services. So in between services, you know, you're readjusting, you're getting your bearings back getting some water, all the things, rehydrating. And uh, he'd have a conversation with, um, yeah, one of the bosses, another one of the ministers there. Oh, no, I really hope
1: this is encouraging.
0: Well, no. And so... Ah! Yeah, and so he he would talk about how um, discouraging it it was I'm because
1: my head. again
0: again what the what the leader wanted was oh how can we make this the absolute best that it could be?
1: Here's how you make it the right. absolute best: encourage <laughs> right, people, to right? And be so the best can. and
0: so, but in that way, he was like, "Hey, I wonder if we <sighs> could." Um, you know what what key was that song in i wonder if we could change the key so it just fits people's voices better and oh, no. and again it didn't come across as he didn't come out and say that was a bad key why did you do that but the the way the the way that it always turned to a a critique and, and yeah. really just made my friend feel like man i just can never Be good i enough. can never do it perfectly which is true it is true it will never be perfect but what we have to understand uh, again is if you're gonna say hey i wonder it's not bad to say hey i wonder if we can change the key but can we first start with i love that you did this specific thing that four to one rule that you're talking about i think yeah i just find myself doing
1: it in my life now like yeah and i I forget that not everyone lives by that philosophy, right. but I really feel like we'd benefit if we did.
0: <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, I know.
1: If you're going to critique someone, find four positive yeah. things first. A, it helps you yeah. be in a better mindset uh-huh. and gives you gets you kind of off this little mm-hmm. high horse of, I know better. Yeah,
0: but, yeah, yeah. And, and really, I think with this series, that's a huge point that we're trying to drive home is as we're, you know, building people up to... And, and helping each mm-hmm. other grow and walk alongside each other on this journey, it can't come from a place of critique. It's got to come from a place of encouragement.
1: Yeah. And compassion and understanding. Mm-hmm. And yeah. Um, we love talking about this. We have been talking yes. about this for a long time and it kind of filters in, <laughs> into all of our conversations. Um, but I do want to hear about how you saw God working this week.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So... Um yeah, so uh we were at a wedding and um one of my cousins got married and we Mm -hmm. got to play a big role in that and be there all day. And there were just some really cool weddings are funny because it's like, oh man, I don't know any of these people here. (laughs) It really is. It's like you know the Which is funny because it was actually
1: like your family. Yeah. Like you actually knew a lot of people there.
0: Yes, but I mean, and then just there's, the, yeah, knew it's a like, you lot know, of half the people yes, there. <laughs> exactly. And that's, that's always the key with things like that is like, oh, I know half of these people uh-huh, sure. well. And then there's these, this other group of people that I'm like, oh, okay, cool. But uh-huh. all that to say we were, I just had some really cool conversations. Um, I've probably mentioned before, but I'm not a big small talk kind of guy. And it was just cool. Yeah. (laughs) It was just cool that, you know, over the course of a day, I was able to get to know some people and really have some cool, authentic conversations. So that's how I saw God working.
1: Yeah. I kind of had two things. Um,
0: No, you can only have one. I'm just kidding.
1: (laughs) God can only be working
0: one way in
1: your life right now. Um, One was just kind of like an answered prayer. Mm. Uh, I mean, you guys kind of know our story. We got married and Mm -hmm. moved right into ministry Yeah, very like simultaneously and so that i knew that would be an adjustment i think especially for me but i it just yeah sometimes i think we were talking about it and sometimes i just like feel like i'm on a boat Mm -hmm. and and it's a very specific boat and i want to be around other people but i want the boat i don't know it's just hard so but yeah, I have found some resources uh-huh. just from other like minister's wives mm-hmm. and they're also leading their own ministry or they're not. Mm-hmm. And it's just like really nice. And
0: and very similar to the situation that you feel you're in that's yes. what I'm hearing. Yeah. yeah.
1: And so I just, I'm like, oh, even though I'm not like talking with them, I don't feel like I'm by myself in this yeah. boat anymore. And so yeah. that's kind of been an answer to prayer. Yeah. And then my other one is just my mother-in-law. I don't know if I'm allowed to say that. like, (laughs) Just like her as a person. (laughs) But I don't know. i really one with justice, but also my mother-in-law. So I think you hear a lot of like toxic in-laws now. It's kind of like a trend going on. It's like my toxic mother-in-law. I don't really know how to relate to that. I love my Mm mother-in-law. And just lately I've been... I, it's just really nice that I can text her and be like, "Why is God doing this?" Mm. And her just yeah. be able to encourage very mm-hmm. specifically, yeah, and so wow. that's been really nice to just have uh-huh. that friendship. Also, yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> but yeah, absolutely, big fan. That's awesome.
1: Um, challenges for this week.
0: Yes. Well, we want to talk about last week first. Oh. So. Yes. My I challenge cuz I completed it. <laughs> well, then maybe you can go first.
1: Okay. Mine was to organize the office. Oh, yes. And I did that. Well, we both did. There's a
0: there's a time and lapse a, of it on our Instagram we page. You can even
1: prove that we did it because it's on the Instagram. We did it
0: so fast.
1: So I also organized a closet. Yeah. And I'm feeling pretty good about myself.
0: Yeah. Yeah, you've. I think you've I been had another challenge. Like I think it's it was a awesome. two-part
1: challenge, but I don't really remember what the other thing is. So we're hit just gonna. It, you go hit with it that. home with that
0: one. Yeah, so, love it. Yeah, yeah. Then my challenge for last week, I wanted to drink more water and spend less time on social media. I think I spent less time on social media, <laughs> mm. but I think hydrating is one of those things that like gets away from me. It's like sure. third cup of coffee into the day, and I'm like, oh boy, I haven't had any water yet. So we're gonna we're gonna. <laughs>
1: I also, I don't tough. know, I'm out of my school routine. I drink a lot of water at school.
0: Oh, interesting. But
1: you don't go to school, so yeah. I don't know how to help you.
0: Yep, I don't go to school. Thank goodness. <laughs> well, that actually, so you talk about routines. We'll transition into our goals for this week. Mm-hmm. One thing I've been thinking about a lot for myself and just um, just my mental health and like productivity and what is going to be good for me is to really um kind of stake out a strict routine for myself Mm. i don't usually i'm not a big routine person but um yeah uh but you know i i think what i want to try to do for myself is to kind of plan out a routine for the next couple weeks and see how it affects my productivity and effectiveness and you know if i say okay from you know this hour to this hour that's my deep focus work time and just Mm. just see um how yeah, how that will work and um I think that'll play into a lot of things. So that's Do you need
1: like a cutesy planner or something?
0: I I've written it all down. It's oh. not cutesy because my penmanship is bad, but it's written down. So cutesy
1: planners. I tried a cutesy planner <laughs> and it doesn't work. So <laughs> not for me. <laughs> um my challenge for this week, I did not set an alarm over winter break. Mm. I just Slept till my heart was content.
0: Which is, I'm so glad you were able to do that.
1: Yeah, it was great. I woke up at the same time you do every day. Yeah. (laughs) So, but my challenge this week is just to get up and read my Bible. Mm. Which actually I'm wondering if that's the most effective. Because I'm kind of sleepy in the mornings all of a sudden. So maybe I find a different time to read my Bible. Hmm...
0: The challenge has shifted. I like it.
1: We'll see what happens. Yeah. I do like reading in the morning, mm-hmm. drinking my tea, but yeah. I don't know. So I'll let you guys know next week what I decide. Yeah. I'm probably gonna stick with reading my Bible in the morning because I really like routine. Yeah. Maybe I'll read my Bible twice a day. Whoa. Who knows? Can you do that? I don't know. <laughs> Here we are, breaking there rules. There it is, I
0: know. <laughs> well, awesome.
1: We are more than conquerors in Christ. <laughs> it's a run collective song. Yeah, I know.
0: So with that, <laughs> as always, we want to encourage you to challenge yourself in one way or another these next couple weeks. And if you follow us on our social media, share with us how that's going. We'd yeah. love to hear about your journey and um, what God is doing in your life and um, keep your eyes open to all the possibilities and all the ways he's working and um, allow yourself to be used by him
1: and if you get nothing else from this episode know that you are chosen you are valued and you are loved